Exterior. Railroad tracks on Main Street, Mitchell, Sunrise, September 23rd. Rod, a swanky narrative ghost who has arrived to enlighten our story and bedevil the residents of the small town we take as our setting, appears on the train tracks with an ectoplasmic flash and a curtain of smoke. He steps from the two-dimensional confines of this electronic screen to intimately address you, our delightful reader, in the now illuminating primal darkness of your imagination. Rod Correlating the oscillations of his voice with a calculated flourish of fingers and a decidedly decadent demonstration of facial expressions. We gather here today to witness a wedding of sorts, a meeting of mind and place, of time and spaces that petrify the people who, after living out their quiet lives in nowhere all these years, finally feel the power of urban voices seeping in with a technological ferocity they can't begin to keep out of their homes. Rod takes a step further into the gray matters of your thoughts, where logic is confused by the anti-logic of assumptions, where the soul dissolves into an endless array of original materials, and where you entangle your dreams with things unseen. These tracks we walk have been empty now for 30 years. The roads are cracking up. The interstate the state is building today navigates around this town as if it were a canyon twice as big as the grand one out west. At best, the people living here can go to church to cope with what they don't understand, at worst, they turn to stories that everybody knows to be untrue, in order to feel safe. The people here have no money, no influence, no way of interacting with the world. Imagine, then, what happens when a computer program managed in a city far away falls like snow into their empty phones and feeds on the superstition bred by their alienated positions. What was once a sleepy type of town surrounded by corn and entangled in trees, becomes the hottest scene of revitalized ghostly euphoria. Rod takes one last step. Back into the darkness. He completely disappears. You could almost say that there was never anything standing on the grass growing between the rusted arms of the train tracks, if it wasn't for the disembodied voice. Today. On the first day of the festival, the one week when this town comes alive to fill its streets with people eating pudding, we act as witness to such a fateful marriage in Mitchell, Indiana. One of their own, who went to educate himself in the ways of technological wizardry, returns after making monsters of his misdeeds. As the town descends into a craze for circuits trained to talk exactly like the dead by a computer application called Hereafter, it becomes clear that the boy is involved in ways that would have seemed impossible before and the lines between the living and the dead are blurred by tech that almost seems to transplant consciousness.